sometimes I hear um, things said in the political sphere uh, that are said in a mocking you know, or sarcastic tone. Uh, um, you know, and that might be in Parliament. Um, Paul Keating springs to mind. Uh, he managed to do it in a hilarious way. Uh, I, I didn't mind the way he did it. Yeah. 17.5% interest rates. You find that funny, Charlie? You find that funny? No, no, I don't. Um, but not only in Parliament, uh, but just in ordinary uh, political chat. You, know? you see it, on, you hear it. It's hard to see chat if you're a lip reader. Um, you hear it online, you hear it out and about, you know. And, um, and it reminds me to be careful of, to not do that. Um, because often it doesn't come off. Um, I think it came off when Paul Keating did it. You like that 17.5% interest rate, did you, Charlie? Did you like that? It's not a laughing matter. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, what got me thinking about that? Oh, I was listening to uh, an episode on the BBC World Service only an hour ago about uh, batteries, you know, storing energy. That's what batteries are all about, storing energy. And um, these batteries that were being described to me, they were a, a new type of battery. Um, and um, rather than being based on chemical reactions, as occurs in, say, my car battery, um, you know, acids and all that sort of stuff. However, however that works, um, it was battery. It wasn't. These weren't batteries, or aren't batteries, storing energy via methods chemistry, but via methods physics, which I found interesting. Um, and I said, all right, what's this all about then? <laughs> and um, turns out, I'll get back to the mocking business afterwards, but that's what um, prompted me to think that. You know? um, it turns out, look, here's what happens. Let's say you um, have uh, a place like here in Australia where the sun shines a lot, but only during the daytime, you know. Um, and then people say, aha, but you know, sometimes I like to read my book at night, you know. Um, so, you know, it's all very well, you know, um, to store, you know, um, renewable energy. It's all very well, isn't it? Um, if you live in a country that's got plenty of sunshine, what about Icelander in the winter? Well, it's, oh, that's a good point, you know. Um, you know, and I say, well, wind, you know, and they say, yes, but sometimes it's not windy, is it? You idiot. <laughs> Mocking tone, you know, you idiot, you know, renewable energy. You can burn coal all year round. Oh, yeah, I tended to think, all right, that was worthy, you know, I was mock worthy there. Um, but I was listening to this thing on the BBC World Service where, for example, if you are in Iceland um, during the winter, uh, what you can do is 
if you if if the wind's blowing on a given day, use whatever what energy you need, and then store the rest for the next day in case the next day is not windy. Via methods physics, well, even the wind tur- the wind turbines uh, that's a a physics method. Well, see, that's not storing electricity; that's just collecting it. Isn't it? all right? So these are physics batteries, where the wind turbine, you know, the um, windmills. Um, they run turbines that produce electricity, okay? Um, and then all the houses in Ratchevik, is it? I don't know how you say it. Um, would use whatever electricity they need. Um, but there might be some excess electricity. So what do you do with that? Well, you store it. That's all. And that sees off that argument before, doesn't it? Um, where people mocked me for, you know, for saying that you could have renewable energy in Iceland. They mocked me. They did. They actually didn't. I'm making that up. But for the purpose of this episode, that doesn't matter if I make, if I make up stuff like that. Because there are people mocking other people, so, you know, I'll stand in for them. All right. Now, um... I'll just let that go by. Now, how do they store this electricity? Well, what they do, um, in some countries, they use that excess electricity to pump water up high into a dam and then, um, and then use that water and then let that water go later, you know, when it's not windy, uh, and and that water can run turbines on a non-windy day, uh, which then produces electricity on non-windy days. Um, but then, you know, my mocking friend might say, ha-ha, well, you're going to do that in Iceland, are you? Well, you know, you're going to pump that water up there, and um, it'll freeze up there, won't it? It'll all be ice. Idiot. <laughs> The mocking tone, see, you've got to be careful. And I, thought, and I would have been um, chastened uh, by that guy because I wouldn't have had an answer for that. But I heard an answer on the BBC World Service this morning. Um, uh, and it goes like this. We don't pump water back up high to then be released to run turbines. We build towers, 20 metre high towers. Um, somewhere out of town Um, and the excess energy that we get on windy days uh, these towers have got 25 ton granite blocks in them or whatever you know and what we do is um, when it's windy we use what electricity we need in Reykjavik (laughs) Um, come from the land of the ice and snow <laughs> and um, and then what we do with the excess you know we just lift we we have a little engine over there and the excess electricity runs those little generating those engines and um, slowly the granite blocks go up the tower on the inside so you got all these granite blocks being pumped up and as the and then when you move granite blocks from ground level up high, um, they gain energy. 
you know, because uh, it's called potential energy. Because once you get them up really high, you can let them go and that energy with which they come down again fall if you like you can convert that into electricity so it's called potential energy uh, because what you're doing is you're lifting uh, granite blocks up and once once a granite block is suspended high somewhere it's got energy it's got potential energy because it's got the potential to be dropped and when it drops you can use the um, use the force with which that thing is dropping you know you're using gravity as an energy source so there you go and um the amount of energy i actually know the formula i um i heard it on the radio the formula but it did remind me of this i, I did remember this formula once they told me i didn't remember before they told me um the energy is uh, equal to the mass of the granite block you know which is 25 tons so to speak times the um force of uh, not the force of gravity but the gravitational field strength times however high you can get it m g h all right then so what you uh, so um, my friend who mocked me, he didn't really, I made that up. My friend who mocked me got away with it because I wasn't able to call him out on the mock. Uh, but I am now, but I've lost his phone number you know, because he doesn't exist. But the point is he shouldn't have mocked in the first place just in case he was wrong. And people do that in the political sphere. If they don't know a counter argument to what they're saying, and, and they think what they're saying is right, um, they'll use, well, often people will use a mocking tone because they don't know the counter argument to whatever they're saying and neither does the person speaking they're speaking with. Um, so someone's talking to me and they say, well, um, back, I've got another, I've got an example of that. Uh, there were a couple of blokes called the Hodge Twins who were talking to me out of my phone on a YouTube clip and they were mocking an idea and I couldn't see any flaw with what they were saying at the time so I had to accept the mock and what they were saying these Hodge twins it was early in the piece you know early on in the coronavirus um, story um, so back when coronavirus started it appeared to me and to the Hodge twins that you've got two choices. Um, you can try and eradicate, eliminate the virus, either in your whole country or even in one state. You know, pick in the United States, you might pick somewhere like Alaska. You can try, or you know, Hawaii, or even Florida. A little bit harder to cordon off Florida, but you could do it, you know. We did it in Victoria. And we've got a long border too. Um, now, in Florida, I picked that because it's got a bit of a panhandle and all that sort of stuff. It's a bit on the edge, you know. You could section that off. There's a few other places you could section off too. Um, in America, California might be hard. New York might be hard, but, you know. Anyway, um, what was the mocking thing? I assumed um, 
Oh yeah, you got two choices. And uh, you can either try and contain the virus and destroy your economy, or you can save your economy and let the virus rip. It seemed like a sensible dichotomy, as they call it. Um, an either-or situation. Anyway, the Hodge twins also had this idea, and they poked fun at anyone who um, who was uh, thinking of not doing what they thought should happen. Now, what they were saying is, <laughs> that mocking tone, I can't do a mocking tone like the Hodge twins can do a mocking tone. Um, they, um, what they do is they start a video of like this and they go, give all these looks, you know, and then they say, and then they say something like, you're crazy as hell. Yeah, because they're African-American conservatives in America. Like, you're crazy as hell. Because <laughs> you just, you know, you believe something I don't believe in. You're crazy as hell, you know. And say, look, we've got two choices. Um, we can either have coronavirus and no economy, or we can have economy and coronavirus. We can't afford to have no coronavirus. And if you think that's not true, you're crazy as hell. They do that sort of thing. Anyway, um, so um, they do that whole mocking shtick. Now I know why they do it, because it's funny. And it gets the millions of hits, and even I found them funny. So I haven't got a problem with that. Um, and look, it's a comedy show as well, so that's fair. I've got no problem with that. But the point is, at the time, uh, they were um, they were putting that argument forward as self-evidently logical. Now, as it transpires. And that was reasonable for them to think that it was a dichotomy back then. You either save your economy or, you know, you either save your economy and let the virus rip or vice versa. Um, but now it's become clear, especially, you know, uh, given that Australia has tested an alternative, um, an alternative truth, you know, it seems clear nowadays, now that we've had a year to look at it, and there's no way the Hodge twins could have known this in advance, and there's no way I could have known this in advance either. Um, that's not the point. The point is not to mock, just in case a, a third scenario arises. And a third scenario has arises because it seems clear from the experiment that is Australia and you, and New Zealand that if you eradicate the virus, you save the economy. And, and that wasn't uh, one of the two options that uh, were uh, being considered by the Hodge twins. This is a third option. They thought there were only two, either this or that, but this is a third option. So there was one option that the Hodge twins put up, and I did in my head, um, let the virus rip and save the economy. That's one option. And another option the Hodge twins put up was um, eradicate the virus and kill your economy stone dead, which is, you know, they speak in black and white term, terms. Um, they're American. Um, that's okay. That's the way they do things. And they're also, they're 
on Twitter and all those sorts of things. So of course, everything's black and white there. Okay, so they're the two options. Aha, but Australia has proved that a third option is out and about, and that is, and it's nothing like those other two, here's the third option, eradicate the virus too, in order to save the economy. And then I sort of, oh no, I've got to ring the Hodge twins now because six months ago, they were laughing and making funny facial gestures and all that sort of stuff. Um, as they considered two options as to which one of them is true. And there was a third option they didn't even know about. And that's why they probably made a mistake in taking on a mocking tone. But at the time, I couldn't, um, I couldn't sort of criticize them for being mocking because I didn't know there was a third option. But maybe you should, um, maybe we all should. Maybe, well, you can do whatever you want. In fact, I don't mind some people um, mocking people who disagree with them uh, because they can do it in a very funny way. I can't, but these people can. And you know what? I don't mind the Hodge twins the way they do that because they are funny. It's funny. Even if they're wrong, they're funny. Yeah, and Paul Keating's another one. Even if he's right, um, he's funny. Ooh, you think 17.5% interest rates are right? Do you, Charlie? Do you? You think that's funny? Funny guy? No, I don't, sorry. <laughs>